Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. So much of what's going on in the world today has been bringing people back to the value of coaching. There is no greater tool, especially during any type of crisis, more or less a pandemic crisis, to really fuel people's minds positively to show empathy, to show caring, to show consideration. Yet there's something that's very interesting that I think we tend to forget. And that is, are people open to being coached? Are they receptive? Are they open to receiving feedback? One of the most fundamental things that I think is missing in the corporate workplace is our ability to train and teach and nurture the ability to be coached, the ability to receive feedback. See, something's happened that I think is very interesting. And let's take politics, right? A topic we should stay away from. It's a lot like religion. Stay away from it. Yet, we don't listen to each other. We determine if we're right or wrong. So when you are talking to someone with a different political affiliation, we tend to want to get into a mode of convincing them why they're wrong versus listening to their views. The same principle applies to the workplace. I cannot tell you in two and a half decades how many times I've heard an employee walk out of a boss's office, go to the cubicles, say to another employee, I can't believe he said that to me. I can't believe she said that to me. I feel personally attacked. Let me give you another example. When parents have their kids play youth sports, and I'm infamous for using these examples, and I'll never forget, I had a mom come to me, and her kid wasn't very good, at least at the time, wasn't playing a lot, and she asked me why he wasn't playing. I said, to be blunt, to be candid, you open the door, I'm going to walk through. Are you prepared for this? She said, what do you mean? I said, well, you're going to hear something I would imagine by the way you frame the question that you're not going to like. She said, sure. I said, he's not that good. He can't do this, this, and this. I said, now, I love your kid. He's got a great attitude. He works hard. He will eventually get there. It just may not be in the time frame that you are hoping for there, or maybe what he's hoping for, maybe even as a coach, what I'm hoping for. She said, I cannot believe you just said that to me. I said, wait, wait, wait. Why are you surprised? I'm answering your question. So what she was really saying was, I'm coming to you for feedback, but I got to hear what I want to hear. Now, I bet you some of you listening to this are just laughing, right? Because that's you sports today. So she said, well, I feel like this is personal. I said, that's an interesting comment. She said, why do you say that? I said, so let me understand something. I am... a volleyball coach of almost 30 years, and I maintain that status in the hope of upsetting people I don't know. I just want to make sure I got that right. And through the conversation, she calmed down and she started to realize that she was 
really overzealous and really, quite frankly, crossing the line for lack of better description. And I said, why did you come here? Honestly, why did you come here? She said, well, I thought it was because I wanted to hear the truth. And that is tough to hear. I said, it is. And I said, you know, the goal of feedback is to never give feedback. And the mother looked at me. She goes, could you say that again? I said, the goal of feedback is to never give anybody feedback. The goal of feedback is to give it so somebody receives it well and ultimately utilizes it. Now, I have a role and responsibility in giving that feedback. You have a role and responsibility of receiving it well. We share in that responsibility. Yet your first reaction was, it was personal. I don't have a kid in the program. I'm not favoring a kid's playing time over someone else. Yet you accuse me of making it personal. And I I still don't know the foundation in which you did that. She said, that quite frankly was very unfair. And we had a great conversation. One of our most supportive mothers till this date. Now, it leads us to the question of coachability. When we think about coachability, one word, coachability, I think it is a two-pronged definition. It is our ability to coach through feedback, through questions, through conversational excellence. It's also our ability to receive coaching specific to what we do well and where we have awesome opportunities to improve. Yet, we spend millions, if not billions of dollars, training, teaching, providing coaches to leaders so they can coach. Yet, I'm wondering if we've forgotten the most important person, the person being coached. Let me give you another example. We did this at a client site. It's one of the most interesting, risky activities I've ever done. We had people practice and role play getting feedback that was constructive. And we had everybody fill out a rating sheet on how they felt. And I think it was like a one to six point uh, rating scale. And six was you felt very defensive. You felt angry. And so we'd had almost 90% of the class was at a level five or above meaning everybody felt defensive. And so I went around the room and I said, I'm going to ask all of you a question. Let's go around the room. Let's have a really open, fun conversation. Most of you put down a level five or six, meaning you felt very defensive, yet you know it's a role play. You know it's hypothetical. So what does that teach you about you? And one lady raised her hand. She said, wow, that's interesting. I said, think about that. It's a knee-jerk reaction. So often when we get feedback, we're in the mode of getting feedback to decide what? If that feedback is warranted, is that feedback correct? Is that feedback right or wrong? Versus saying, what can I learn from this feedback? See, coachability is about seeking feedback. It's not about agreeing with feedback. Coaching someone who is coachable is a person who's like a sponge, They'll do whatever it takes to get ahead. Doesn't mean they always agree with you. The point of coaching is not being absolutely correct. Coaching is about giving someone perspective. As a person who is coachable, it is our role and responsibility to decipher what can I utilize? What can I maybe not utilize? Now, again, the point is not to agree or disagree. It's to absorb the coaching. 
to decipher what can I utilize? What can I leverage? What can I learn from this? Let me give you another example. I had an employee years ago come to me and said, I felt very attacked by my manager. And I said, oh, what happened? Well, he was really giving me very targeted, constructive feedback. And I was, I was angry. And I said, well, what was the feedback? And the manager had actually told the employee, and the manager actually was correct because I knew the employee. And the manager had said, you are tough to work with. And so the employee began to talk about feeling defensive, feeling angry. I don't want to work here anymore. Immediately went to the nth degree of defensiveness. And I said, can I ask you a question? And I want you to answer it, but I want you to answer it in 15 minutes. She said, excuse me? I said, I don't want you to answer it now. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to leave the room and I'm going to come back in 15 minutes. You are not allowed to talk to anybody else. I just want you to kind of digest, absorb, reflect. I know it's weird. Will will you trust me? And I knew this employee pretty well. And she said, sure. I said, okay. So I said, your manager gave you that feedback. Void of how you feel. I want you to push your feelings aside. I want you to ignore your feelings just for 15 minutes. What was his vested interest personally to share that with you? So I leave the room and come back 15 minutes later, a different person was in that room. She said, wow, I I really thought about that question. I said, what'd you come up with? She said, he has nothing to gain. I said, right. He has a lot to risk. Part of the risk he took was the reaction you even demonstrated. I said, so there's a concept out there called perception over intent. Maybe he's sharing a perception with you. Maybe it's not your intent to be such a tough teammate to work with, yet he owes it to you to be honest. If he doesn't say anything and all of a sudden you don't progress and people don't want to work with you and he doesn't say anything, what would your view of his leadership be then? She said, I'd be upset. And I said, so what did you learn about yourself that you're committed to improving? Hear that question. What have you learned about yourself you're committed to improving? See, coachability is about seeking feedback, accepting feedback. I didn't say the word agreeing. Coachability is about asking for practice, asking for mentoring, asking for insight, asking for a dose of constructive feedback. Someone is coachable is willing to change, is seeking change, does not immediately go to the water cooler and recruit disciples to fight change. So the question we all have, are we coachable? What is each person's coachability? And when we invest in coachability, coaching gets more embedded into the workplace culture. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn, and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called 
coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.